You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Donovan. Rise and fire three. Utah. Oh, oh Donovan Mitchell. Jazz. Rudy packed it right back down. Basketball. Up three. Got it. Oh, that was filthy bogey. This is Utah Jazz Basketball on the Jazz Radio Network. He bounces inside to favors. No look past Conley. Kicks to the corner to Ingles. Contested three. Good. Utah Jazz Basketball is brought to you in part by Larry H. Miller Lexus in Murray and Lexus of Linden by Zion's Bank. For a noteworthy approach to banking, Zion's Bank is for you and by your Utah Toyota dealers. Now, getting you ready for another edition of Utah Jazz Basketball. Here's the voice of the Utah Jazz, David Locke, with the legend Ron Boone on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Hello. How are you? Hello, David. Oh, hey. Is that what the new plan is? You're going to ruin my hello, how are you every time? There's no one in here. Someone I has, know, but there's somebody listening I want to say hi to. It is Utah Jazz basketball. The Utah Jazz are in Oklahoma City. And unlike last time, we're on one of the strangest nights any of us have ever lived through, where the Utah Jazz played the Oklahoma City Thunder. Ron and I were there, and the NBA the sports world, and frankly, the world came to a screeching halt on March 11th, 2020, a day any of us, I don't think anybody will ever forget, no matter where they were in the world, certainly one of the days we'll never forget. Like, it's incredible to think, Ron, the nine months it's gone on. I remember I spent that lunch at Jones Assembly, which is the restaurant across from our hotel, on a call with three other announcers in the league trying to figure out how we were gonna call games without fans. Mm. So what's so interesting when I think back on that night and that day and all that took place, we knew something was coming, right? We understood the Jazz, Quinn Snyder kind of led the group through a bunch of meetings. And remember the shoot around before the Toronto game, they'd had specialists in to talk to them. Right. Um, I, and, you know, on a side note, you and I would have tell you, Quinn Snyder's leadership during this night in March 11th is probably the single most untold story out there. His leadership for us was unbelievable. Like, if you want to talk about someone leading the cliche, leading men, leading people, that's what Quinn Snyder did that night to make us all feel as though, in a, what was a scary night, feel as though we were together. But what an incredible, like, Contra, now we're calling the game here while they're there, so that's different. But also at the same time, there's a lot of hope, right? There's a vaccine that I know three or four people that have, have received the vaccine. We're, we've had some fans in our building already. Like, hopefully things are heading, and this basketball is part of it. Well, you're absolutely right about that, David. So if you go back to, to March, every, the uncertain, uh, everyone was wondering what, how our lives were going to I mean, what was going to happen to us for the next year? Right. Even longer, we, we were thinking that. And, and here we are now, uh, what, eight, ten months later, and 
we have, there's a vaccine. That's incredible. Uh, and that is really, really incredible. But the fact that, you know, that happened caught everyone by surprise. Uh, we got a chance to, from where we sit in Oklahoma City, to see the doctor running out on the floor, which was incredible. I mean, he, he just didn't walk. I mean, he ran out on the floor uh, to, to get everybody there to center court so he could, you know, so they can make that decision. But the positive thing that came, that came out of that, I, I, thought, I think now from retrospect and looking back at it, is the fact that um, with it happening then, uh, maybe have saved a lot of people from getting affected by oh, it as well. I, no question. You know, what could have, what could, what super spreader events could have taken place in the upcoming weeks had Rudy Gobert not tested positive. How yeah. strange that is to say. And I think we have a much better understanding of what testing positive really means now. There's a lot of pieces of the story. We'll interplay it throughout the broadcast. The game is, matters tonight, right? Third game of the year. Jazz got to bounce back from a not very good performance against Minnesota. Oklahoma City's revamped. Talk about changes. Yeah. The Jazz are virtually the same. Oklahoma City is a completely different team. An NBA record amount of trades. They just have draft picks instead of players. And they're a totally different group. So we'll talk about all those things. Quinn Snyder Coach Show's coming up. That's what's on tap. Brought to you by Miller. Grab the original light beer. Miller, we invented light beer on the Jazz Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go downstairs and inside the coach's office. You know, my mind is on our team. Right before tip-off, here's David Locke with head coach Quinn Snyder. It's the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show. Ready, 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 ready. Time now for the Coaches Show with head coach Quinn Snyder. It's the Jazz get ready for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Brought to you by Fanatics. And coach, back in Oklahoma City, has it been strange at all a rush of memories to think back of a little over nine months ago and, and what took place in Oklahoma City yeah the, the particularly when we we walked in the hotel um, you know I, I tried to remember you know being here for the playoffs when we won that series as opposed to <laughs> being here for the COVID crisis but it, it it's not fresh in your mind but it's it's lingered um, in so many different ways, you know, who would have known at that point that um, we'd be where we are, you know, nine months later or so. So, um, you know, it'll, it'll be good to play tonight. You know, I, I don't think it's anything we're, you know, having to quote unquote put behind us. Um, but I think every time we play, um, guys enjoy playing and um, we just move further through all this and continue to compete. This has been an incredibly tough time on, on, hundreds of thousands of people in our country so I don't want to minimize any of that with basketball but it is a sign to at least of progress right of of moving forward that we're able to play basketball different circumstances different than it was March 9th but there's been progress made in that regard yeah no question you know I think the bubble was an initial step forward um in many respects, this is this is more challenging than the bubble um, because we're in different venues and there's so many more um, potential things that can happen that that we're consistently trying to be diligent and mindful of. Um, but at at the same time, you know, it, it, it's it's more like the regular season. Um, so whether it's you know, we'd love to have fans, but not having fans in the arena or having, you know, in our case, you know, a, a small collection of fans, um, you know, all those things um, 
kind of pale in, in comparison to just the very fact that we're playing and then also being mindful of the many, many people that don't get an opportunity to work right now, you know, whose lives are impacted, not the way ours are with, you know, some challenges or inconveniences, but people that are hurting on a whole nother level in, in many different ways. So that's never far from our minds. On to the court. I know it was a disappointing loss to Minnesota, but from a pure offensive standpoint, I thought you showed a lot of offensive versatility in the amount of ways you adapted to what they were doing throughout the game. Was that encouraging to you that you have that many different options offensively of how you can attack things? Well, I, I think that's something that we felt about our team. Uh, I would have preferred for us to be more efficient in a few of the uh, – are more traditional things and, and play with more force. And But, you know, to your point, you know, if you look at the first half, the, the 68 points that we gave up, the frustrating thing about our offense as much as anything was the fact that we turned the ball over and, and that just fueled um, their baskets in transition and, and it exposed, you know, a, a lack of focus, you know, on our, on our, in our transition defense. So it's, it was a, there's games where you, I won't say you don't show up, but you don't have what it takes. And this is one, it, it's odd for that to happen early in the year. Um, but, you know, we had one and, and hopefully we can internalize it and, and get better. We, we, we didn't run from it. It wasn't one of those games where you say, hey, let's move on. Um, you're moving on now, but you know, I felt like it was important for us to understand some of the whys that we played the way we played. And, you know, hopefully, I, you know, we expect to play better tonight. Coach, thank you very much. Best of luck in Oklahoma City. Thanks, Rocker. That is the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show brought to you by Fanatics for authentic Utah Jazz player gear, including jerseys, shorts, warm-ups, and more. Visit fanaticsauthentic.com slash utahjazzgu. That's fanaticsauthentic.com slash utahjazzgu. Starting lineups next on the Jazz Radio Network. Starting lineups brought to you by Zions Bank for the Utah Jazz, one and one on the season. 44 and 28 a year ago, they were the 10th best offense and the 11th best defense. Under the head coach, direction of head coach Quinn Snyder, here are the starters. And now, the Zions Bank starting lineup for your Utah Jazz at point guard. Feet set, ball wet, splash for Mike Conley. At shooting guard. Fakes the pass, penetrates, rises, right hand cock and hammer. Donovan Mitchell. At small forward. Bogdanovich straight down the barrel, three, swish, and a huge fist pump the other way by Boyan Bogdanovich. At power forward. Neal takes a hard right hand drive to the rack, off balance, puts it in and flexes. And at center. Top catch goes up in traffic and hammers. Oh, Rudy Gobert, wee wee. Zion's bang. Donovan Mitchell led the Jazz in scoring last year, 24 points a game. Boyan Bogdanovich was at 20. Rudy Gobert averaged 15 points and 14 rebounds and is exceeding that to start this season. The Oklahoma City Thunder are 1-0 on the year. They've only played one game. Their first one was canceled. Their leading scorer last year was Shea Gilgis-Alexander at 19 points a game. But then their second leading scorer was Dennis Schroeder. He's gone. And then Danilo Gallinari. He's gone. And then Chris Paul, and he's gone. And their leading rebounder was Steven Adams. He's gone. So who's left? Here are the Oklahoma City Thunder starters.
The Oklahoma City Thunder. Gilles Alexander steps behind his back on the dribble, leaps and leans a floating seven-footer that he nestles home. Right wing hill pump fakes and fires. It's online to Ching a Thunder Moneyball. Gilles Alexander ahead of the key now on the bounce with the shot clock at eight. Slices left on DeRozan, floats it on the run and banks home a five-foot beauty. Hill drives right, floats a high-arcing floating runner. Gilles Alexander, nice thing left, snakes inside and spins home the right hand reversing Gilles Alexander. Four seconds, driving right, kicks out front Horford open, cranks an angle left three-pointer, Ching a Thunder Moneyball the buzzer. It is a lot of Shea Gilgus Alexander, but that other name you heard there was George Hill. Two very good long athletes in Dort and Baisley, and the veteran five-time All-Star Al Horford is their starting center. Those are the Thunder. Those are the Jazz starters. Ron Boone gives us a shoot-around report next on the Jazz Radio Network. years he's been in the game with that knowledge and expertise he gives you the inside story with your exclusive shoot around report it's ron boone for the ron boone the must listen to segment of this show every night ron boone what do we got against this new look it, it'll be about the same of what we saw um against the, the Minnesota Timberwolves because they have a three-point shooting big in, in Horford, which means that, that Rudy's going to have to defend on the perimeter and the rest of the teams will have to make sure they, they stay home to make sure that uh, uh, Horford doesn't break them down and, and they end up getting something out of it. Rudy, uh, Horford was only two for four. He took four three-point shots uh, in the first ball game, whereas Carl Anthony Towns, you can count on him taking more, but, you know, the, the concept is still the same. Statistically, their pick and roll is only one guy. Gilgis Alexander, whether it's with Mascala who's popping or Horford who's popping, but it's Gilgis Alexander. They don't have multiple ball handlers. So you're going to have to be able to handle Shea Gilgis Alexander on the pick and roll. Al Horford stretching out on the pop. Do you still, can you defend your yard? Jazz and the Thunder coming up on the Jazz Radio Network. On March 11th, the Utah Jazz and the Oklahoma City Thunder were ready to battle for what felt like a huge regular season game with playoffs seating on the line. And right before tip-off, the entire sports world came to a halt. Game tonight has been postponed. Nine months later, we've all embarked on so much, but now the glimmers of hope are beginning to shine. And one of those is the NBA returning. Triple five, Rudy, he packed it on Nurkic. Yusuf Nurkic is in a Rudy Gobert poster. Tonight, the Jazz returned to Oklahoma City. It's not quite the same as it was nine months before. There are no fans in the stands, but we still can root for Donovan and Rudy to lead the way. Donovan attacking to the rim. Up, bounce pass to Rudy, who catches a jam. From Oklahoma City, it's the Jazz and the Thunder. Tip-off is now. I, I'm going to interrupt you because we ran this last time, mm -hmm. our open like, this is how close, for those who don't remember that night, this is how close we were. Oh, we yeah, ran yeah. the open. We ran the tip-off. You gave the things you were looking for. They had walked out on the floor to tip the ball off. And we saw the doctor run out on the floor. So we're going to try this again. So what are you <laughs> looking for, Ron Boom? I'm watching the backcourts. I think the backcourts on, on both of these teams is going to be a huge key with, with uh, Donovan and Conley going against Alexander. And, and Hill, who had one heck of a ball game, only missed one shot. Ended up with, tw with 21 points. He only missed one shot, four for four from the three-point line. You know, we, we know how, how good he is. His numbers slipped a little bit last year overall, but he was the leading three-point shooter in the NBA last year. Yeah, well, he's playing with Giannis. So that'll get you looks. That'll get you looks. 
There are a few players in the league who can give you better looks than they would uh, otherwise. All right, Jazz are in their dark mode uniforms as the black backs with the gradient color from gold through orange to red to black on the front. And the Thunder are in Thunder White. No fans in the crowd as the Thunder and the Utah Jazz get underway in Oklahoma City for the first time since December of last year, since they never got underway. Here's Gilgis Alexander, third-year player, originally drafted by the Clippers, was part of the Chris Ball trade, and Royce O'Neal steals it from him right away. Donovan pushing. Bogdanovich, right corner, coming off a tough night. Back up top to Donovan, guarded by Dort. Donovan's really struggled against Dort. Step back three's no good. Donovan's not hitting that shot yet. The off the bounce three is not gone for Donovan early. Here's Horford, five-time All-Star. Right wing, Dort. Not a great three-point shooter, but he fires and hits. He hit 28% last year. Remember, he might, have had, might remember he had 30 in game seven against Houston when the Thunder lost by two. Donovan guarded by Dort. Last year, Donovan, when guarded by Dort, shot two for 13, and he misses a second one here. He's now two for 15 in his career when guarded by Dort. I hope he's not taking this personal. Another turnover by the Thunders. Hill's pass goes off basely. Who are these Thunder players? Let me give you a quick rundown. George Hill, you probably know, veteran guard. Shea Gilgis Alexander's their young, long, lanky star. Dort is a physical. He looks like a middle linebacker as Conley comes off a pick, pulls up, and hits a jumper. Baisley is a six-foot-nine, long, lanky, 20-year-old who never went to college, so that's why you haven't heard of him. Actually was picked with the pick the Jazz traded to Memphis for uh, Mike Conley. And then Al Horford is the veteran center. Here's George Hill. They don't run a lot of pick and roll unless it's Gilgis Alexander out for a long three by Horford. It's up and in. Yep. That kind of action that they just ran gave you an appearance that it was going to run on the opposite side of the floor with a two-man game, but Horford was the outlet. Bogdanovich suggested to Conley had a very nice game the other night. Comes off a Gobert pick, rise and fire, hits. The Jazz pick and roll game, Ron, has been very good early this season, particularly anything coming off a Gobert pick. Well, I think Conley is just really learning how to, to use Rudy. I've noticed that he'll, he'll use a rescreen with Rudy quite a, few, quite a bit. Gilgis Alexander pushes up a three and hits, and the Thunder are hitting early. They have hit two for two from three, three for three from the field, and they lead it nine to four. Jazz isolation defense really struggled the other night. This is not the case tonight. Three no good by Bogdanovich. Offensive rebound O'Neal. Jazz were very active on the offensive glass the other night. Donovan working off Rudy, guarded by Dort. Drives on him, tries to spin, can't get free. Top to Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich working inside and a 24 second shot clock violation of the Jazz. See, now's a lot of dribbling and going nowhere. Got to get the defense moving there, David. That ball has got to go side to side uh, with some slashing moves or something like that just to get the defense scrambling. Not a lot of isolation here. George Hill driving at his former teammate Rudy Gobert. Spent one year with the Jazz. Up top to Horford. Flares it back out to Gilgis Alexander. Drives on O'Neal. Ball fakes him wide. Beautiful move against three. Last year, Royce O'Neal guarded Shea Gilgis Alexander more than any other Jazz player, but not to a lot of success. Bogdanovich driving, switches left to right, misses another layup. 
Had a hard time with those the other night. Ba Baisley comes to the front court. Rebound and go is what the Thunder would like to do, talking to their head coach before the game. George Hill, guarded by Bogdanovich, gets the elbow, flares back to Horford, open three, got it. And it is a 14-4 Thunder start as they have hit all four of their shot attempts, and Quinn Snyder's going to take a timeout right away. Jazz down 14-4 on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz sound flash. It's interesting to think back on it. That game was the first domino, and a lot of other things got knocked over as a result of that experience. Looking back on it, it's it's a little surreal. It's a little eerie because obviously this has been a really tough time for a lot of people, and so we're really grateful to be playing. You can't help but remember that evening. You know, it was significant for both teams, really for the league. The contrast between that point and where we are now, the season, the hiatus, the bubble, coming back and playing again, it seems like a lifetime since that happened. That's your sound flash brought to you by New Skin. New Skin proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. New Skin, discover the best you. Donovan Mitchell, left side jumper, no good. Donovan's 0 for 3 already tonight. And now 2 for 16 in his career with being guarded by Dort. Gilgis Alexander drives on Conley to the rack. Nice defense from Mike. Affecting the shot, he misses the two-footer. Rebound to O'Neal, driving the lane to the rack. Layup, no, but he's fouled. Yeah, there's something about, you know, when you get a player like Conley just had Alexander to the point where he had to come back to the defense. That was the only reason that uh, that uh, uh, Conley was able to defend that place because he had to come back to him, and he did a great job without fouling him. Larry H. Miller stat of the night brought to you by Larry H. Miller dealerships for service sales selection, LHMauto.com, driven by you. You've heard me mention a few times. Last year, guarding Donovan Mitchell, Dort, when the Donovan was being guarded by Dort, Donovan shot two for 13 and one of seven from three. Gilgis Alexander also guarded him and did a good job going two for eight. The interesting one is that Donovan torched Stephen Adams on switches and Terrence Ferguson. Neither of them are with the Thunder. Donovan's 0 for 3 to start. Yeah. Left side, George Hill. 14 to 5. O'Neal splits the free throws. Right side, Horford for another three. This one's the first miss of the night in five attempts by the Thunder. Bogdanovich to the front court. Can the Jazz get some early opportunities? O'Neal bypasses the three, penetrates into Gobert, steps by the defender, misses the left-hander. O'Neal with another rebound. Royce had 13 the other night. Donovan working the top, trying to get a switch off of Dort and a reach-in foul on Gilgis Alexander as Donovan reaches down to tie his shoes, his bright yellow Crayola shoes. They're not using Horford every now and then. Well, they've used him, but I think they like to use Baisley, someone in the pick and roll. That means Rudy's helping in the middle, and that leaves Horford out on the perimeter for a three-point look. And a reach-in foul here on Baisley. That's interesting. We'll keep an eye on that. Good, interesting floor spacing by the Thunder. They want to have talking to their new head coach today. They want to have multiple, you know, options offensively, multiple ball handlers, interchangeable pieces. Conley, one dribble behind Gobert. Doesn't take the shot. Rudy gets reset at the elbow. Rudy takes a dribble's left, underhands to Donovan. Nice pick on Dort, clear space, kick out to Conley, right corner three as the horn sounds, bounces around and off. Jazz working late in the shot clock, already have a 24-second shot clock violation. Here's Dort driving, shows the ball to Donovan, he knocks it away. Picked back up by Gilgis Alexander, Thunder still with the ball. Dort will fire a three and hit. They are five of six from three. Lou Dort, freshman of the year out of Arizona State, 
He hit 30% of his threes last year. Conley fakes the pass to Gobert. They bite and he lays it up and in. Mike Conley with the easy layup. Mike Conley's got it going tonight. Mike Conley is two for three. The rest of the Jazz are 0 for six. 17-7. Actually, Conley's three for four. The rest of the Jazz are still 0 for six. Right side, George Hill. Ends it over to Dort. Bad spacing. Dort drives on Bogdanovich. Lost the basketball. To the Jazz run. Gobert's out in front. Conley bounces. Second man through is O'Neal for the easy layup. Beautiful point guard work there by Mike Conley. 17-9. George Hill comes up the far side. White uniform, white leggings for the former brief time of the Jazz man. He's been with four other teams since then. Driving the lane, kicks out to the corner. Gilgis Alexander fires up the shot. No good. The Canadian misses. Well, like the Jazz, they want to take a lot of threes. They're 36 in the win. And Royce O'Neal standing out of bounds, catches a pass from Mike Conley. Royce has more turnovers where he steps out of bounds. Well, that's what that three-point shot has done to a lot of players in this league because you want to be behind the line and sometimes you just lose sight of that little, what is that, three-foot area or less than that. It's often when Royce does his step back to start his drive. This yeah. time he was just standing out of bounds. Not a lot of them, but a lot of players do that. Take that step back to drive. Ingles and Favors check in as the first substitutions for the Jazz. Horford now being guarded by Favors at the top. Both of them have spent time in Atlanta. Derek as a high school kid. Favor, er, Horford is a hawk. Shot from the right side, a three no good. As the Thunder finally missed one. Driving is Donovan to the basket, blocked by Baisley. Donovan saw somebody other than Lou Dort and took him right to the rim. Now this is what I'm saying, David, is the fact that that was a missed shot. And the Jazz didn't run. They're not pushing the ball up the floor. Not what we saw in Portland. They did not give the foul to Baisley. Instead, they called a block shot out of bounds. Nice defense. Here's Bogdanovich, guarded by another one of the Thunder's athletes into the ballgame. Diallo for the first time. And the re driving the basket and missing. Driving, kick out, Mascala. Three ball, no good for the Bucknell Bison. Mascala's their backup center, stretches the floor a bit. Donovan hands to Ingles. Right side to O'Neal. Back up to Joe. Joe and Favors have got their magic going, but everybody else with this lineup has been a little off. Ingles works off the Favors pick. Underhand scoop to Derek. Four-foot push off, off the lane. Rebound comes down to Diallo. Rebound and go. That's what the Thunder do. No true point guard. It's really Gilgis Alexander, but the way they're coached, they want to rebound and go. Baisley fires the three. No good. Rebound comes down to Favors. Joe will prance up the right side with a tape on his right wrist and his white shoes with black socks. He takes a left-hand dribble off, favors to the free throw line, underhand scoop, favors layup up and in. The pick and roll between Joe Ingles and Derek Favors yields two. 17-11, Thunder with 4.20 left in the quarter. Mascala, another stretch five as Horford's now out. Dort gives it back up Mascala, left side it's Diallo. Not much of an offensive player yet, but a really good athlete. And Favors reaches in and bot fouls him out at about 20 feet. Check it. The foul is called on Joe. So now Jordan Clarkson's in and the Jazz eight-man rotation. I'm curious to see who the ninth guy is tonight, Ron. I wonder if they might bring in a Shaq Harrison or a Mia One tonight that might deal with guarding the likes of a Gilgis Alexander a little bit. Timeout on the floor. 
4.07 left in the first. Jazz really need the bench to do a lot tonight. They're down 17-11 early on the Jazz radio. Jazz sound flash. Uh, I was in my hotel room in Oklahoma City and uh, I was getting ready to watch my team play against the Thunder and uh, when I saw that uh, some doctors ran on the floor and, and, and stopped the game, that's when I knew that something was going on and I mean I was a little nervous. I was waiting to, to get the call and uh, a few seconds later I got the call from the, from the trainer and he told me that I, that I tested positive. Incredible from the ESPN 30 for 30 podcast. Rudy Gobert found out, really, when he saw the doctors run out. And, and, and Eric Waters hadn't had a chance to call him yet. That's how immediate everything was happening. So he saw it on television. In a sense, and then he tells a really poignant story about all he wanted to do was call his mom. So the Jazz force a 24-second shot clock violation. But, you know, we know how close he is with his mom. Absolutely. All he wanted to do was call his mom, but the time change, she was asleep. So Rudy just kept calling and calling and calling, not going to bed. Every 15, 30 minutes, just calling until she finally woke up to tell him. Ingles driving, left-hander, scoops it over the glass, over the defense and in. 17-13, Joe and Derek had a tough night the other night. Kind of Jazz lost their rhythm when they came in tonight. They're sparking the Jazz. Gilgis Alexander, one-on-one -on, -one on Donovan in the lane. Turnaround jumper up and in. Isolation defense is a big issue, Ron. Against Minnesota, the Timberwolves torched the Jazz just on one-on-one -on -one isolation. Here's Clarkson in the lane. Gets to the dotted line. Works himself back. Turnaround jumper. Good. But right now, they're letting the Jazz turn the corner on those pick and rolls. And they're getting into the, play, in, into the paint and causing some problems. 19-15 Thunder. Three minutes left here in the quarter. Right side for the Thunder. In the ballgame for the first time is Maladin, the rookie from France. Turnover. O'Neal has it. Donovan's trailing. Donovan kicks to Ingles. Doesn't take the three in the corner. Back to a half-court set. Reset Clarkson at the top. He's being guarded by Diallo. Long, physical, defensive player. Swirls underneath him, and they call it travel. You have to see that again. You don't think he traveled? I think he has great footwork, you know. Boom. There's one. Yep, oh, yeah. Traveled. He did move that right foot. Absolutely. Good call by the officials. Our officials tonight, James Capers in his 25th years. Brian Forte in his 13th. And here's a unique one, Ron. I don't know if this is COVID-related or what. Matt Myers is the official tonight. Is the same official we had the other night against Minnesota. It, you almost I, never see that. I think they're territorial because I've watched Cutler officiate a few of the, of, of the games in California now. Interesting. Yeah. So they're trying to make him travel less? Interesting. Driving to the basket is Diallo, and he draws a foul. You almost never see an official call back-to-back -back games of the same team. And that's what you have here. So maybe this is... This is a an change. unusual year. I mean, yeah. we, I think we have a couple of teams on our schedule where we'll play them back to back. Right. You know. And the other one that's unusual about our schedule is Diallo gets two free throws. We play our two, three divisional opponents to start the year here in Portland, Minnesota, and Oklahoma City. We don't play any of them again until we play them in the second half of the season that's not released. So we knock these games off against them, but we have three more against each of these teams that'll all take place in March. Now, I don't know if they thought they're trying to reduce travel late in the season. I'm not sure 
what the thought was there, but that's interesting. Splits the free throws, does Diallo, former second round pick of the Nets. He's been with the Thunder. He played at Kentucky briefly. And an offensive foul on Joe Ingles on the left side. Jazz turnovers pulling back up a little bit. They had seven in the first quarter the other night and 12 in the first half. This was at least a dead ball turnover, but the physical Diallo on Joe, and Joe drives at him, shoves off with the right hand, and a foul, offensive foul called by Myers. 20 to 15 Thunder. Thunder's bench is where the Jazz need to take advantage. Muscala fires a high three off the back iron, rebound to Conley. Wearing a gold number 10 with white lettering, he finds Niang in the open floor for a transition three, no good. And Diallo rebounds and comes to the front court. Diallo driving with a left hand to the rack, switches to his right, too hard, tips his miss back up and in. Third year in the NBA, he played 51 games, then 46 games last year. And now this year, Diallo taking a little bit of a larger role in the rebuild Thunder. 22-15, double stagger, right to left for Ingles. Left hand drive to the rack, kick out pass. Niang for three, wide open, missed it. Rebound battle, Mescal and Gobert. Gobert goes over his back. See, and that's, there's a call, too, that I have a problem with there. Because Rudy doesn't think that there was any contact. But the call was made by the outside official pretty close to half court, which is James Capers, very good official. Calling his 1,358th game of his career. Just think about this. His father was an official in the league forever as well. So two of our three officials tonight's dads were officials also. So it's really like Steph Curry and Clay Thompson of officials. Ron's thinking about that, trying to figure out what the heck I mean by that. Yeah, what do you Offensive mean Offensive foul called in the Thunder as Conley goes down. Del Curry and Michael Thompson both played in the league. Yes. James Capers and Brian Forte's parent, dads both refereed in the league. So okay. it's like the Steph Curry, Clay Thompson backcourt. Clarkson, catch and shoot three off a pin down from Gobert, and he nailed it. Is that the first three for the Jazz here tonight? It is. In five attempts, they, they get one on their sixth. 22-18. Diallo, mid-range jumper, air ball. Rebound comes down to Conley. White, black headband, passes ahead. Gobert catches and dunks. Beautiful transition by the Jazz. $50 to Ford. Ford, go further to the Utah Food Bank. Maladin, a rookie, gives it off down low to, to Kendrick Williams. Makes a beautiful move inside, lays it up and in. Mia... Mia Oni on the floor for the first time for the yes, Jazz? Yes, it is. And Gobert tries to take a bounce past Oni on a back cut. Well, kind of a mix. Rudy started to drive. He saw that Oni was trying to go baseline, so Rudy stops, and so does Oni. He stops there as well because he thought Rudy's going to go all the way to the basket. Maladin, first-round draft pick, works off a pick to his right. Clarkson switches to him. Still pounding the dribble, but going nowhere. Finds a Mascala pick, now working right to left, gets in the lane, throws to the corner. Williams, hard drive, flares it back up top. Bad spacing, it's Pokashevsky for three, and it rattles around and out. Pokashevsky just turned 19 years old. Seven feet tall and a string bean is an understatement. Maybe 210 pounds. He was the big gamble of this year's draft. 10 seconds left in the quarter, Jazz down 24-20. And the reach-in foul by the Thunder on a foul to give. Not a lot of fouls in this game so far. No quick moving. Every draft has a wild card. It was Pokashevsky this year. Vivint, smart security, professionally installed. It's Vivint. 24-20. Conley 
working Diallo. Hard left-hand drive. Steps back as the horn sounds and hits the 14-footer to bring the Jazz within two. And Mike Conley has a brilliant first quarter tonight with eight points on the Jazz Radio Network. below a point of possession, but offensively, they were not able to get rolling. We are fortunate enough to be joined again by a Jazz assistant coach, Mike Wells, on our radio broadcast, giving us great insight. And Coach Wells, what did you see in that first quarter? Well, the uh, you know, the slow start lock was we just didn't get to the three-point line. We closed short, we closed with a hand down, and they made some threes early that kind of got them a little bit of confidence. And then I thought... You know, I thought after we took the time out there when it was 14-4 that Quinn uh, settled them down, and then we started to really defend, and the defense led the offense. Mike Conley drives the lane, lobs it high. Rudy shoves it down, and we're tied at 24. David Locke, Ron Boone, along with Jazz assistant coach Mike Wells as we open up the second quarter here. And Mike Conley having a brilliant game right now for the Jazz. Left side bounce pass inside to Muscala. Tries to force it over Gobert. Awkwardly misses Conley with a rebound. Conley on the push. Left side to Ingles. Comes off the Gobert pick into the lane. Curls it back and travels. Another turnover on Joe Ingles. Yeah, that lane just wasn't there. Like he... Conley really using the screens very well. Jazz pick and roll with Mike Conley so far with Gobert has been very good this year. They are learning each other. Thunder have only hit four of their last 16 shots. They are not a deep team any longer. The Jazz bench needs to make hay today. Diallo, push shot over Gobert, comes out, flying in for the rebounds. Williams, he misses, and Gobert rebounds. Ingles to the front court, finds a trailing Gobert. Hands to Conley, guarded by the physical Diallo. Comes off a pick, frees himself beautifully, fires and hits. Oh, Mountain Mike Conley. He is having quite a night, 11. Pokashevsky, left-hand drive, ball fakes, gets to the elbow, misses. He's 0 for 8 in his career. Rebound to Clarkson. Clarkson guarded by the athletic Williams. Chest to Joe, wide open from Happy Valley, and he missed the three. Joe Ingles, one for two now. Diallo works the right side. Chest it back up top to Muscala. Mike Wells, they play this five-out style. What's the keys to defending this? Well, that will work. Rudy Gobert blocks Diallo's shot out of bounds. What's the what's the key yeah. to dealing when they're playing five guys out? Rudy, no, uh, defensive communication uh, because you're going to have a lot of uh, switches and uh, where two guys or two defenders going to come together. So they've just got to be on the same page. Left-hand dribble. Drive. Maladin scoops it up and in. The rookie gets his first field goal tonight. Ingles, pick and roll with Gobert. Works the left-hand dribble, scoots to Rudy, sets both feet, rises high, screams loudly, and packs with the right hand. Rudy Gobert. That'll work. Really, Rudy's pick and roll for the Jazz this year has been outstanding. Well, that was one of the points he made in some of the interviews that I listened to, is the fact that it's up to him to set, set some good picks in order to make things happen. That was a great pick. As a matter of fact, he stepped out, forced the defender to go 
around him, which is just as good as making contact when you have to when you have to do that because now the defender's on the backside of their of, of angles. Coach Wells, what are the keys for Rudy in the pick and roll, and what is he? What do you guys work on with him in that? Yeah, what Boone is saying is key. So when Rudy's uh, either changing the angle on a screen, but if he sees the guy that's defending the ball going over top of his screen, he doesn't even have to set a screen. He doesn't have to get a piece of his man. That's when he can just run out of that. We call it a run roll, and he can get to the rim with speed. And, you know, once Rudy's running down the lane, um, you know, to the rim, it's going to make the weak side defense uh, kind of collapse and react, and that's what he's been so good at. He's been getting out of those things. Um, and, you know, Mike Connolly just looks like a different player so far this year. You know, he's a little more organized. He's a little more settled. And, you know, he probably has a better idea of what his teammates are going to do. Williams scores it to tie it at 29 for the Thunder. Nine minutes left. That voice you hear is Coach Mike Wells. Nice enough to take the time with us tonight. Along with Ron Boone, I'm David Locke. Here comes Connolly to the front court. 11 points, four rebounds, four assists. He gives to Clarkson, who drives, gets his shot blocked. Muscala saves it. Mallet and baseball outlets to Williams' left side. He played a little with the Pelicans. It's just a pure athlete. That's what most of the Thunder, a lot of the Thunder players are. Mallet and dribbles off his foot to Gobert. Left hand push shot pass out to Bogdanovich. Fast break to Conley. Back to Boyan. Fouled by Pokashevsky. And Boyan will get two free throws. Boyan has not seen the ball go through the hoop yet, so hopefully the free throws will do that for him. He's 0 for 4 tonight. Got off to a little slow start against uh, Minnesota there as well, with only five points at the half, two at the first quarter. But let me get back to uh, Coach Wells who was talking about those the picks that you set. And how often do we see guys move on picks when you really don't have to, when the, when the defender is trying to go around you? And, and like yeah. I said earlier, you end up with with the defender on your back anyway, so you really don't have to move on those picks a lot of times. Yeah, you know, it's a, a little uh, coordinated dance between the ball handler and the screener, Boone, and as you know, the ball handler kind of opens up and kind of gives them a, a little look, and sometimes they'll even point where they want that big to sort of come up and screen, and we work on the big trying to screen to the back of the defender on the ball, meaning... You know, the guy that's guarding Mike Connolly can't really see where Rudy's at. Uh, we want to come up right on his blind spot, directly on his back. Um, and that way, you know, the defender's got to look. He's got to swivel his head, and that might give us the half a step that we need. 31-29 as Bogdanovich makes the two free throws. The Jazz are up by two. No, and, you know, remember, Bogdanovich is our one guy that hasn't played a game, and you know, nine or ten months. Uh, he didn't play in the bubble, and he had some surgery. So I, I just think Bogey's trying to find that raw offensive rhythm. Um, and, and shooters need to see that thing go through the, the basket a little bit. Donovan, Rudy, pick and roll. Donovan gets to the rim, misses the shot. Gobert goes to jam, follow, and he's fouled before he can get control of the ball. It'll be interesting to see if they rule this off to the side or free throws. It should be off to the side, I would think. 31-29 is the score. Jazz back up by two. They trailed by 10 early. Fell behind 14-4 when the Thunder hit five of their first five shots. Thunder have only hit four of their last 22. Derek Favors comes back in. Jazz pick and roll with Derek Favors has not found the rhythm we anticipated finding as the year goes on. He and Ingles are still solid, but Donovan and Derek struggling a little bit. Conley and Favors struggling a little bit. We'll see if they can find a rhythm tonight. Bogdanovich comes off a pick, works to the right elbow, works himself all the way to the basket, puts it off the glass and in. 
Boyan thought he was fouled. Jazz have their largest lead of four. Left wing, Maladin. Chests it over to Williams. Tries to go behind his back, finds Mascala, fires the three and hits. Not often, Mike Bowles, you got two guys from Bucknell in the gym at the same time. Ryan yeah, Bailey, Jazz true. assistant coach of Bucknell Bison, as is Mike Mascala. Give Bailey a little shout out, he's the hidden gem on the staff. Top to Donovan, seven on the shot clock, guarded by the rookie Pokashevsky. Works himself into an off-the-bounce three, misses, and the rebound goes out of bounds off the Thunder. Nice Donovan is two for 12 to start the year on off-the-bounce threes. That's the way he started off against Minnesota. Jump shots, jump shots, jump shots. I, I, I'd like to see guys, you know, change those things up and to start breaking the defense down, getting to the basket, get to the free throw line. Donovan's 0 for 6, Bogey's 1 for 5, Bogey will fire here, miss, and the two of them now are leading scorers, combined 1 for 12 after coming off a tough night against Minnesota. Jazz lead though, 33-32, 7-13 left. Diallo, right side to Horford, the five-time All-Star, fires the set shot three and nails it. He's got three tonight and nine points. The Thunder regain the lead, 35-33. Thunder are seven of 15 from three. Jazz are two of 11. Clarkson working off a favors pick and they call it illegal. It's interesting when you look at our pick and roll stuff, Mike, the familiarity matters, right? Joe Ingles and Derek Favors are right. Donovan's still trying to figure it out. Clarkson and he didn't communicate there. There's still some work that needs to be done for everyone to get used to Derek, even though he's a he's an old soul for us. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he he didn't you know he didn't play with Mike Conley, and uh, he hasn't played with Jordan Clarkson. Their their uh, number of games together are you know what six now. Um, so there's going to be some growing pains there a little bit, but we'll find the rhythm. It's just with possession and practice time and, and uh, getting connected. Mike, we look forward to talking to you at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Get the latest update. Appreciate your time. Thanks, guys. It is Mike Wells with us. Jazz down 35-33 on the Jazz Radio Network. We go back to 1950 and the Syracuse Nationals when one of the 50 greatest players of all times pulled down 35 rebounds. At the time, it was an NBA record in what was a new statistical category, Dolph Shays. I was one of the first power forwards, which meant that I was able to take bigger men outside. Dolph was an extraordinary all-around player. At team play, rebounding, and shooting, he's always terrific. Shays played in the inaugural season in the NBA, went on to play for 16 more seasons. He then fathered Danny Shays, who became a Jazz first-round draft pick. That's your day in history. The Jazz trail it here on this day in history, 37-33. That's brought to you by KeyBank. KeyBank and the Jazz present the 2021 KeyBank Small Business Award. Go to utahjazz.com slash smallbusiness for rules to nominate deserving small business today. KeyBank official sponsor of Utah Jazz. 37-33 Thunder. They led by 10 early. Dolph Shays, ex-NBA player, had a son that played in the league for quite a while. Bogdanovich, contested left side jumper, no good as the shot clock expires. Story of the night for the Jazz, Boyan Bogdanovich is 1 for 7. Donovan Mitchell is 0 for 6. Dort driving, fouled by Favors. Mike Conley has kept the Jazz in this game. He's got 11 points, 4 rebounds, and 4 assists. 
And Derek Favors just picked up his third foul in five minutes. Now he was going to jump. He was going to try to block the shot. His momentum just carried right in to Dork, who got off to a good start with a. Dort is 6'3", six, six, 225 pounds. He was the freshman of the year in the Pac-12. Everyone, like, he thought he was a first-round pick. He goes undrafted. And he went undrafted because he has no position and he can't shoot. So it makes sense. And then what happens? He gets to the NBA and he becomes an elite-level defender. And he is causing Donovan Mitchell fits. Donovan... During the season last year, struggled badly. Donovan, beautiful pass, finds Bogdanovich for a layup, and Boyan's got his second field goal tonight. So can Jazz execute in the half court against this team? Gilgis Alexander, pull up left elbow jumper, no good, rebound Gobert. 39-35, well the Jazz aren't running. They played the fewest possessions in transition last year, and they're doing it again tonight. Bogdanovich early drive, misses. And a slam dunk followed by Jordan Clarkson, a whistle and stoppage because Bogdanovich just got himself a technical foul because he wanted a foul call on that, but Clarkson's dunk will start. Will count. And somebody with a violin? Well, you, you see why Boyan's complaining because he thinks he's drawing the contact when he's going to the basket. And how often do we see players get that call? I mean, the first thing you want to do when you have a defender guarding you, and that was definitely a foul there on Horford. Definitely a foul there looking at the replay, but it wasn't called. Safe Flight Auto Glass, proud sponsor of this year's Master of the Glass rebound program. At the end of the regular season, Safe Flight, $5. Each rebound secured by this year's leading rebounder. 40 to 37, George Hill made the free throw. Gilgis Alexander was their leading scorer last year. He's the only one left. He drives, kicks it out to Horford. Left corner, Baisley for three, and a left hander hits it. It's up and in for three, and the Jazz went to a zone, and it did not look good. 43-37, free throw line extended, near side, O'Neal. Right elbow, Gobert. Hands back to O'Neal, underhand scoop to Donovan's not clean, so Donovan has to recover. Guarded by Dort, he'll take an off the bounce three and hit. First field goal of the night for Donovan, he's now one for seven, and is now three for 18 when guarded by Dort. And that was a 30-footer. Here's Dort, left corner three, up and in, and Dort is three for four tonight. Royce O'Neal is come up gimpy and gonna, we're gonna need a timeout. Royce O'Neal calls for Eric Waters, the trainer. And maybe the timeout was because the Jazz zone was so poor, but Royce, Royce did grab his ankle after running into Donovan. The Jazz have taken a timeout. We'll take it as well. We'll see how Royce is when we get back. 2.18 left in the quarter on the Jazz Radio Network. Today's player profile is on Boyan Bogdanovich. And if you're a Jazz fan... And you're used to hearing this. Starting at forward, we're number 44 and 6'8 from Croatia. But why 44? I used to wear 4 and, and 7, and both numbers were taken over there in Istanbul in Fenerbahce, so I had to choose 44. Number 44 and Boyan Bogdanovic. 
Thank you to Amanda Smith for that player profile. Little note on Boyan. Donovan Mitchell works the left side of the floor of a Gobert pick, frees himself in Dort, rises up and hits the shot. Back-to-back -back buckets for Donovan. He's now two for eight tonight. George Hill, high pick, straight away. Three, last year's three-point shot leader misses, and the rebound comes to Rudy Gobert. Gobert's got six rebounds and five, five rebounds and six points. Conley's got 11. Donovan trying to free himself in Dort, drives, switches left to right, short with a layup. Donovan now two for nine tonight. Dort was the hardened stopper in the playoffs last year, as much as anyone he can be. Dort drives the lane and scores it. Jazz, one-on-one -on -one defense from Jordan Clarkson right there, non-existent. And Lou Dort, who had 30 in game seven against the Rockets when they didn't guard him, has 13 tonight. Donovan bounces to Clarkson. Catch and shoot three straight away off the back handle, no good. Jazz are three of 13 from three and trail by six. Driving to the rack on O'Neal as Baisley knocked out of bounds. Minnesota had 13 isolation plays against the Jazz the other night. Eight of them buckets, twice they were fouled, three of them misses. 10 of 13 times they scored when they went ISO. The Jazz have got to be able to guard their yard. They've got to be able to stay in front of guys there. I know a lot of teams use the picks and the re-screens. Gilgis Alexander, catch and shoot, no good. On the air ball, in fact, Ingles comes to the front court. Here's Joe, leaves behind for Donovan, rotates to Conley. Right corner to O'Neal, back up to Conley. Driving the lane, he switches to the right hand for a floater, no good, rebound Horford. And Dort comes to the front court. They'll have anyone bring it up, get into the offense. Dort's just gonna fire a three on a heat check, he air balls. And they, right now, OKC is nine of 20 and have air balled three of their 11 misses. Yeah, they're picking 18. 20. That's, 23. That sheet is slow. Boy, it is slow. We are having some technical issues here in Vivid Arena tonight on our scoreboards. High pick and roll, Ingles fakes to Gobert, gets all the way to the basket, lays it up and in. A little Joe Magic right there, and the Jazz cut it to 48-44. Left side, Horford, he's out of bounds when he catches. There's that sideline. Yeah, it always bites you. That guy on the sideline will get you every time. Jazz offense is really scuffling tonight. The average points per possession in the league is 1.1 point per possession. Jazz are at 0.9 points per possession. That's a huge difference. So the Jazz offense really struggling against Thunders. Thunder had a good offensive game, excuse me, good defensive game against Charlotte as well. Ingles bounces to the corner to Conley, gets kicked out of bounds. Charlotte Hornets with the Thunder's other win or only game this year, and they won it. And they held the Thunder, excuse me, they held the Hornets down to about 102 offensive rating. So this is maybe a very good defensive team. Donovan, catch and shoot on the inbound three, missed it. Really good look. Dort taps the rebound to Horford, pushes ahead to Hill, the left side. 34 years old, out of IUPUI, George Hill. Most famously known for being part of the Kawhi Leonard trade. Right side, Dort again, driving on Gobert, one-on-one. -on -one. Kicks out to the corner to Baisley for three, got it. They're getting the threes, the Jazz are not. They're 10 of 21 from three now. They are not supposed to be a good shooting team. Mike Conley off the bounce, three no good. Rebound Baisley. And the Jazz, I don't think they've, I'll look it up. It feels like they have had no transition tonight at all, Ron. No, okay. they have not. 
Driving, Dort, one-on-one -on, -one on Donovan. Good defense guarding the yard. Out to Baisley, blows by O'Neal to the rack and foul. Royce O'Neal completely lost his balance on the pump fake, taps himself on the chest, says, my bad. By the way, some bad news in the NBA tonight. Ja Morant has turned his ankle and was wheelchaired out of the arena because he couldn't put any weight on it in the Memphis game tonight. Ja Morant, one of the beautiful players of the league. Give me that again, Alex. Here is the, here is the call of, of Ja Morant from the Eric Castleton in Memphis. Two to shoot. Lawawo Cabarro. Foul is called, and Morant is hurt. John Morant has hopped to the bench area for Memphis. Oh, boy. That is Ian Eagle on the call, actually. Yeah, too bad. 52-44. Jazz down eight here. Jazz need to get this going. They're about to embark on a long road trip, and they need some a good start to the season. Conley working the left side off a lot of contact finishes, and Mike Conley has saved the Jazz tonight. He has 13. Here's Shea Gilgos Alexander driving on O'Neal. They're not even running anything. They're just driving at our guys right now. Driving and looking for the skip pass. And the Jazz are not guarding their yard. Here's Hill guarded by Rudy. Rudy was the best isolation defender in the NBA last year. Hill driving, underhand scoop blocked by Rudy. If you guys want to ISO Rudy, that's our guy. Go for it. Conley kicks to the corner. O'Neal for three. Royce has got one. First three of the year for Royce O'Neal, and he brings the Jazz within three, 52-49. Jazz have spent almost, actually Jazz have a little bit of transition, but they have gotten before that. Their half quarters where they just can't score, Rob. Gilgis Alexander rising for three, no good, rebound Gobert. 31 seconds left in the quarter. Here comes Conley on the push, drives in the body of Dort, hangs in the air, misses the shot, rebound tipped around, it's off the thunder, 23.9 seconds left. Gobert stepped the other way, walking the other way, may give it away that he kicked it out of bounds, and he did, they'll fix that call. Ron, the Jazz in the half court are averaging 0.67 points per possession right now, according to the Cleveland Glass website. Woo. That's not good, and plus their defense. I'm watching them get confused out there. That last shot that was taken there by Alexander, he was all alone because two Jazz defenders went to, went to the same guy. Here's Alexander, guarded by O'Neal. They're not going to set. They're just going to let him go. He's just working O'Neal, driving him one-on-one. -on -one. Takes the left-hand dribble, gets to the rack, lays it up and in. They're ruling it was too late. They are going to rule it no basket. So at the half, the score, Oklahoma City, watching the replay here. Nope, that will not count. Great call by Brian Forte. 54-49, nice defense by Royce O'Neal. Putting up enough resistance so he didn't get the shot off. And the Jazz, so the score will be 52-49 at the half on the Jazz Radio Network. Lobs it to Rudy, slam dunk, Ingles to go bear. The 
Utah Jazz are at half, and we're breaking it down. This is the Jazz Game Night Halftime Show on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Bogdanovich, right side drive to the cup, foul and finishes. Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer. The official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Now, here's a complete recap of the first 24 minutes of tonight's game. Jazz Game Night Halftime Show here on the Jazz Radio Network. Brought to you by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer. 52-49 to 49, uh, is your score. Jake Scott, Tim Lacombe with you. And, uh, Tim, it, it wasn't the prettiest half of basketball necessarily for the Utah Jazz, but uh, managed to actually play pretty well toward the end there. Yeah, I mean, you know, the there were spurts where they actually were really good defensively and um you know i think david made the comment that oklahoma city's basically taking a page out of minnesota's book they're really trying to to be physical defensively and offensively they're just basically spreading the jazz out and attacking so um but the jazz played good enough defense i mean they kept this thing within within range but let's just be honest the offense right now is really struggling um the guys in my mind kind of look like they're in mud um, running the floor and getting to their spots. They were so good at that uh, in that first game against Portland and then um, were a little bit slow against Minnesota. And tonight I think that more than anything, you know, it's shots aren't going in and it's really difficult sometimes when shots aren't going in to, to always do everything you're supposed to do. Mike Conley was a bright spot. Six of ten, 13 points, one of three from three. Also added five assists and uh, four rebounds. He's playing very well. Yeah, Mike's been great and, and really did offensively. Um, you know, made some timely shots and kept the Jazz in it. Like you said, he's six for ten, one for three from three. Um, you know, and I think he's been actually pretty decent defensively, keeping dudes in front of him. I mean, that's going to be a big piece of this. Uh, because if you do require help, uh, the first thing that they're going to look for is kickouts. Uh, I think we saw that play where um, where Donovan and Royce got kind of tangled up, and Royce walked off or limped off. Um, you know, but Donovan was right there and help. You know, basically kind of giving that shot to Dort, and Dort's been surprisingly he he's made all what has he made three for four from three. Uh, 13 points for Dort to lead all scorers. Al Horford had 11 as well. For the Thunder, we want to remind you to go where love takes you in the completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback. Available now, Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Your score, the half, 52-49. to More next, right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz Game Night Halftime Show brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Jake Scott, Tim Lacombe. Uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder lead the Utah Jazz at the half, 52-49. Uh, to 49. Mike Conley led the way for the Jazz, 13 points in the first half, five assists and four rebounds. Donovan Mitchell, as we talked about, uh, continued to struggle a little bit, two of 10, five points, two assists. Uh, Jordan Clarkson had seven coming in off the bench. Uh, Bogdanovich, O'Neal, and Gobert all had six. Tim, what are you looking for uh, from this Jazz team in the second half? Just, uh, you know, a little more purpose, um, Try to find ways to get easy baskets. Uh, the the first half, very few transition baskets. 
Um, and a lot of missed shots. I think Bogey's two for nine and Donovan's two for 10. So, um, you know, four for 19 from those guys is going to be, you know, is going to be difficult. So do a better job of, of finding ways to get easy baskets and get yourself going. Uh, Lou Dort, 13 points uh, to lead the way for Oklahoma City. Al Horford had 11. Anything you want to see the Jazz do differently on defense? I, I think it's going to come down to, to guarding your guy um, and keeping guys in front of you, not getting beat blatantly off the bounce, uh, and not really requiring a whole lot of help. Make them finish over you, your body, and then no Rudy's going to be there to kind of help try to clean things up. All right, your score of the half. Oklahoma City on top of the Utah Jazz, 52-49. to 49. Tim and I will be back after this one goes final. want to remind you to go where love takes you in the completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback, available now at Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Coming up next, we throw things back to Lock and Boone. They'll have an assistant coach interview for you, and then the second half of Jazz Basketball right here on the Jazz Radio Network. second half here and just to review the Jazz offense really the thing struggling the offensive rating at a 96 and the offense and the defensive rating is not bad it's at a 102 league average offense is about 102 so uh, Vince Lagarza uh, and I chatted just a moment ago unfortunately I had a technical issue so we can't have it for you talked about on the offensive end, like Mike Conley's doing exactly what he should. He's playing side, taking what they're giving, and that's what the whole offense is built on. If you're going to put Lou Dort on Donovan and be that obsessed with taking him away, they have enough options offensively that another guy should be able to beat him, Ron. Exactly. And what I'd like to see and what the Jazz have not done a lot of is those dribble handoffs that they so so good at last season out on the perimeter. I mean, now you force teams to switch or have to fight over screens and you get the team scrambling. The other one on the defensive end, they talked about you've got to be able, we've talked about it, they're pulling Rudy out, and you've just got to be able to guard your guys a little bit better and be able to prevent them from getting penetration that's leading to catch and shoot threes. Exactly. In particular, Horford, you know, he, he's the one that's knocked down three or four from the three-point line. He's their center, but he's a pick-and-pop player. He's not a pick-and-roll player. And so that's the one you have to be concerned with, with Rudy trying to help out, and they're finding him at the three-point line. Lou Dort is guarding Donovan Mitchell. If you did not hear it earlier in our broadcast, he was fabulous guarding Donovan last year, two of 13 for Donovan. And here Donovan drives on Dort and turns it over. And Donovan tonight is struggling as well. George Hill driving the lane on Royce O'Neal, just goes right by him into the basket. I mean, you've just got to be able to guard your guy, Ron, or there's just no point in any defensive structure. Yeah, it, it's just being able to turn the corner. I think you and I mentioned that in that first quarter. Here's Donovan giving off to Rudy, sliding by the defense and lays it up and in. Rudy wanted the foul and now gets a technical foul for that. A technical foul. Yeah. 
So the biggest things to watch here in the second half, Ron, have got to be just an old phrase, guard your yard. Yeah. Now, is this the same official? Brian the, Forte? Forte, that called the... Technical on Boyan? Yeah. Might be. Well, least, Rudy yelled at him. And he's he, consistent. Lou Dort is an interesting player for the Thunder. He was undrafted. Last year, once he started, they went 16-5. and five. They were 22-7 and seven when he played. They were 18-17 and 17 before the bubble when he didn't. He is out of Montreal, Canada, and he is giving Donovan Mitchell fits defensively right now. As he did with a lot of players in the bubble. Predominantly James Harden yeah. in that playoff series. Al Horford, three left side. Rudy contested a little bit more, misses. By Horford, Donovan rebounds. Dort finds him immediately. Gives to Conley, who's been brilliant. He drives, lobs to Rudy, catches, spins himself under the basket. His shot is blocked by the bottom of the rim. And O'Neal commits a foul to stop a fast break. The Jazz top two scorers, Donovan Mitchell's two for 10. Bogdanovich is two for nine. The Jazz are four of 16 from three. And Boyan gets his wrist caught in the jersey or coming off of a screen. And he grabbed that right wrist quickly. Now he is shaking it still. Nice catch there on your part, Ron. Top to Shea Gilgis Alexander, their leading scorer, guarded by Bogdanovich. Drives right by him. Puts up a floater. It's no good. Dort flies in for the rebound. Jazz are down 57-51 to the Thunder right now. Here's O'Neal on a handoff. Gets a flip to Bogdanovich. One-hand pass to Gobert. Hands back to Donovan. Has some airspace. Four and three. Got it. Donovan shook Dort before he got the ball. Yeah, he really sold him as though he was going to be running off of a screen. Dort tried to go underneath. Donovan comes back. Has an uncontested three. Gilgis Alexander just going one-on-one on O'Neal. Drives and draws the foul. Or they're just putting their head down and going to the basket, aren't they? Well, if you got, I mean, the whole aspect of what they've done is with Horford, they have Rudy out of the middle. And then the Jazz right now are just not able to stop one-on-one dribble drives. What much and of a foul there. This was the same problem against Minnesota. Gilgis Alexander goes to the line. Gilgis Alexander is Canadian. His parents were both credible athletes. His mom was an Olympic hurdler. Dad was a basketball player. His cousin is Nikhil Alexander Walker for New Orleans. They both grew up in Canada, played together. Dort grew up in Montreal. The Thunder with a little Canadian flavor. 57-54, Jazz down five. Rudy, top of the key. Out to Conley, works off the Gobert pick, frees himself into a wide open three and hits it. Mike Conley has been terrific tonight, 16 points. On the night to lead the Jazz in all scores. It's Alexander gets caught cheating. Conley makes him pay. George Hill, catch and shoot, open three, no good. Rebound, Gobert. Rudy, seven. Up to Donovan, but the Jazz are not running at all. Here's not. Donovan. Step back three, no good. Rebound, Conley to the wing. Left hand pass into O'Neal. Kick out to Donovan. Rotate to Boyan. Open three. Pow! And the Jazz have regained the lead. Mike Conley with a beautiful left-hand save. Gilgis Alexander going one-on-one on Donovan. That's an offensive foul. Last year, Ron, Gilgis Alexander was their leading scorer. Donovan was the best one defending him. 
Against Ingles, he went three for five, two for two from three. Against O'Neill, he went five for seven, two for two from three. But against Donovan, he just went four for 10. When I looked at Gilgis Alexander's numbers today, he struggles with smaller defenders. It might be because he's so tall. Boyan drives, kicks out to O'Neill. Open three, angle right is good. And Utah leads it 63-59. Boyan with a nice dish out. Out. George Hill drives at Donovan, and a foul on Donovan. Donovan wanted to, he wanted to do something with the ball, didn't he? He didn't think it was much of a foul, but great play there by Boyan. The dribble penetration, the kick out, those are the uncontested threes that the Jazz would love to have every time down the floor. So how are you going to get them? They're not getting them through your pick and roll, so the dribble penetration is probably what's going to... It's what the Jazz adjusted to in the... Though it's interesting, Ron, they're getting a lot on the pick and roll when the Thunder are getting Velcroed on Rudy Picks right now. Both Donovan and Mike are getting wide open looks off Rudy Picks that are unusual. George Hill chatting at the line. He's always chatting. Every bus ride we ever took with George Hill, he was chatting. <laughs> that motor is always going, isn't it? <laughs> he led the boycott in Milwaukee in the bubble, leaving a lasting impact on the NBA and society. I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean motor. I meant radio. He, he, it's like a radio. Yeah. It's always like, yeah. George Hill's got his own channel. Conley. <laughs> Finds Boyan behind it. Gobert's pin down. Catch it, shoot three is good. I love Boyan that play. We know. That's the Boyan we know. Yeah. I love that play, Ron Boone. Yeah. They're going to drop the big. Rudy sets the pin down. You come around behind it. You are wide open. That is the best play the Jazz have going right now. And they've regained the lead 66-61 on the Jazz Radio Network. Has a brilliant first quarter tonight. Hands to Conley. Guarded by the physical Diallo. Comes off a pick. Frees himself beautifully. Fires and hits. Oh, Mountain Mike Conley. Out to Conley. Works off the Gobert pick. Frees himself into a wide open three and hits it. Mike Conley's leading the Jazz tonight. He's got the game leading 16 points. That's your WCF Insurance Efficiency Report. Brought to you by WCF Insurance. George Hill drives the lane, runs into the body of Gobert, scores over him, or through him, or around him, or something, and it's 66-63. Jazz three-point shooting is heated up. They've hit five of their last six after starting the night three of 15, and that's given them the lead. They lead by three. Gobert, two-man game with Bogdanovich, not available, so Donovan comes to get it. Rise and fire, top of the key jumper, no good. As Donovan Mitchell struggling tonight, he is now three of 13. Guarded by Lou Dort all night. Gilgis Alexander, pull up free throw line jumper is good. Plays at a slow, calm pace. Long 6'6, six, 6'5 six, six, guard. Yeah. It's like they're not forcing him one way or the other. Gobert hands it off to Bogdanovich. Drives the lane as Horford drops back. Gets to the dotted line, stops and pits the six footer. Horford just playing a one man zone in the middle of the lane when Gobert has the ball. 
but it's allowing the Jazz to get some looks off it. Now Horford pops up for three. No good. Rebound Bogdanovich. And then Bogdanovich throws the pass that no one's looking for. Dort knocks it away, saves it back to Bogdanovich. So Bogey dribbles into the front court this time, gets in the lane, throws that to Conley. Right corner three, off the handle, rebound Hill. Jazz 68, Thunder 65, seven minutes to play third quarter. George Hill drives right by Royce O'Neal, gets the layup, blocked by Gobert, recovers his own rebound, and now comes back out, guarded by O'Neal again. They're shading him hard to his right hand. Now Gobert's guarding Hill. Perfect. Nice job. He here. steps back to a three and misses. Rebound battle for a nice job by Royce to do the boarding while, Do while Gobert's outside. Here comes Conley on the run, left-hand dribble. Flares it out to Donovan, stutter step, fires the three, misses. Rebound Baisley of the Thunder. Darius Baisley comes to the front court. Baisley going one-on-one -on -one at O'Neal to the rack, misses. Rebound offensive, Hill back up and in, plus a foul. It really looked like a traveling call, but maybe not. Uh, I don't think so. No. Just very long legs. We got the replay there, by the way. That wasn't why both of us didn't. I didn't just arbitrarily disagree with Ron. I, we saw a replay. Saw, saw the replay. Mark Miller Subaru wants you to love your car buying experience. That's why I developed Promise Price. Promise Price is truly exceptional customer service. Come experience our commitment to Promise Price at either location or start your purchase online at markmillersubaru.com. We know you'll love the experience. George Hill misses the free throw for the three-point play. Jazz up one, 68-67, 6.22 left, playing in Oklahoma City, where last time they were there was March 11th. Donovan working on Dort, draws the foul, puts up the shot, no good. He'll get two free throws. One of the parts of this story that I just learned from the 30 for 30 podcast about March 11th is the governor of Oklahoma was in the building. Listen to him talk about finding out about the positive test while dining in, in the building. My commissioner of health said, Governor, he said, uh, I need to tell you something. He said, the Utah Jazz, one of their players got sick, and so we tested him, and he tested positive for COVID. He said, where are you at? I said, well, I'm at the Thunder game. And I said, who knows? And he said, nobody knows at this point. You're my first phone call. I said, okay, we'll stand by. Donovan at the free throw line. Misses both. Think about that, Ron. The governor's at the game. So he then goes into a meeting with owner Clay Bennett and Sam Presti about what to do. Think about how close we were to tipping off. If the governor wasn't on site, do you think we tip off that night? Like, amazing the little things that took place. Yeah, some of the things that we didn't know that right. happened that night. There's Royce O'Neal picks up an offense. ESPN 30 for 30 did a great podcast. Doesn't have anybody from our... Has Sarah Todd of Desert News is involved. 69-68, Thunder have gained the lead. And have the basketball. Gilgis Alexander working the left side. Hands it off to George Hill. Donovan switches on him. Blue shoes, white leggings for George Hill. He just drives straight at Donovan. Nice defense, cuts him off. He tries again. Donovan slides his feet, cuts him off. One-on-one, -on -one, puts it up, and no good. Rebound favors. Well, there's the one-on-one -on -one defense we've been looking for, Ron. And they are just... Just kept cutting him off. But the big thing there while doing that, David, he made... 
he'll change direction. Bogdanovich, a three behind a Favors pick, and he hits. And the Jazz go up 71-69. Jazz hitting the threes here in the third. Gilgis Alexander drives for the basket, reverse layup up and in. Bogdanovich has 17 points now. After a slow start, he has 11 in the quarter. Turnover by the Jazz, and here comes Dort the other way. Donovan with the turnover. So Bogdanovich finally heating it up. Maybe he just had to get the wrist sore again. That's supposed to be a joke, Ron. Yeah, I got Thanks. it. Thanks, appreciate your help. <laughs> Tied at 71. Free throw by Dort is good. Here's, here's the story Rudy told about finding out that he tested positive that same night in the same podcast. I was in my hotel room in Oklahoma City, and uh, I was getting ready to watch my team play against the Thunder. And uh, when I saw that uh, some doctors ran on the floor and, and, and stopped the game, that's when I knew that something was going on. And I mean, I was a little nervous. I was waiting to, to get the call, and uh, a few seconds later, I got the call from the, from the trainer. And he told me that I, that I tested positive. Clarkson, kick out. Bogdanovich, wide open three. Got it. Boyan Bogdanovich now has 20 to lead all scorers. And the Jazz are 11 of 26 from three at 42%. So, Ron, I mean, things happened that night as they drive by Gilgis Alexander and a foul on the Jazz. But what's becoming clear is the more the history of that night is being told, the minuscule amount of time uh, that was taking place as all of this unfolded. And then there's the whole aspect of the league-wide shutting down. Mark Cuban with the historic shot in Dallas of wondering what's taking place. Doris Burke, who calling the game, feeling completely exhausted and terrible and as tired as she's ever been, only to find out that she was had COVID at the time. Just incredible stuff. Yeah, that night, I mean, it's a memorable night, that's for sure. I mean, it'll be something that we were involved in, we'll be able to talk about for years to come. And easier to talk about now than it was then. It was not, it was not settling, shall we call it. <laughs> Tied at 74, 424 left here in the third. Bogdanovich guarded by Pokashevsky, the young seven-foot rookie, working inside, gets in the lane, block shot by Pokashevsky, picked up by Clarkson. Shot clocks at three, they forget to guard. Jordan, he retreats out to the three-point line, fires and misses. Favors taps the ball, controls it. Back to Jordan. Four minutes left here in the quarter. Donovan guarded by Pokashevsky. Turns it over. Dort the other way, Dort to the rim, Dort lays it up and in. Donovan Mitchell with his second turnover of the quarter and the Jazz now have 12 on the game. Clarkson driving, gets reached behind by Gilgis Alexander, knocked out of bounds. Thunder 76, Jazz 74. This is where the Jazz have got to make hay because this team's bench is a bunch of guys that really are not NBA ready. Ingles, left side to Clarkson, guarded by the rookie Maladin, driving on the rookie with his left hand and foul. Maladin, Pokashevsky, Diallo, Dort, and Muscala. They literally don't have a guy on the floor who should be able to score. The Jazz have got to make inroads here in the final 335 of this quarter. 
Clarkson to go to the line. Staying on the theme from that podcast, might as well wrap it up here. Jordan Clarkson talks about the experience he had texting with Moutier and Rudy, you remember. Moutier didn't go to practice that day either as he wasn't feeling well tested for the flu. I'm getting on the last bus to the arena. I still don't see those guys, Rudy and Emmanuel. You know, we're all in a group message, texting each other. Like, yo, what's going on? What's going on? Like, like, yo, y'all coming to the game? Y'all coming to the game? Rudy texts back and just said, like, oh, I'm, I'm waiting. A great podcast called March 11th by 30 for 30, if you want a chance to listen to it by ESPN. Tied at 76 here. Maladin flares it out to Mascala. Nice close by Favors. Hands back to Maladin. Maladin working the right side. Frenchman, first-year player, playing his third NBA game, second NBA game. Dort blows by Conley to the rack and dunks. Lou Dort with 18. Check it with 20. Three minutes left. Third quarter, Jazz down two. Ingles, chested to Bogdanovich. He bobbles, collects it out in the corner. Hands to Clarkson with one hand, can't grab it. Another turnover by the Jazz. Fast break, Diallo lays it up and in. This is terrible. Yeah. Timeout, Utah. Thunder 80. Utah 76. Look out, smoke is going to be coming out of Quinn Snyder's ears in this timeout on the Jazz Radio Network. Your game summary presented by America First Credit Union on the Zone Sports Network. Gilgis Alexander pushes up a three and hits, and the Thunder are hitting early. Clarkson, catch and shoot three off a pin down from Gobert, and he nailed it. Diallo, right side to Horford, the five-time All-Star, fires the set shot three and nails it. He's got three tonight. Those are generous highlights because the unfortunate highlights recently are the Jazz have turned it over four of their last seven possessions and have taken what was a five-point lead and turned it into a four-point deficit, 80-76. to 76 is the score right now. The Jazz are down to the young Thunder team, which is not entirely young. It's got some veterans, and Gilgis Alexander's going to be a star. But the group they have on the floor right now, the Jazz have got to abuse. And Clarkson goes right to the rack and scores on Diallo. This 225 here is going to be super important. I think when you start looking at this team, is the number of changes that they've made over the, over the summer. Gilgis Alexander drives right by Ingles into the lane, kicks to the corner, Mascala misses the three. Is that nine new players? They are not running any picks. They are just driving at our players, Ron. Yeah, just they putting have... the ball on the floor. Favors, left elbow, jump shot, good for Derek. Derek Favors has played nine minutes tonight. He now has four points. Here's Alexander. Pass in traffic, knocked away by Favors. Niang hands to Conley, push ahead to Clarkson, hesitates, works the right side, back to Conley, having a brilliant game, fires the three, rimmed it. Pokashevsky rebounds for the Thunder. Out to the other rookie, Maladin, drives by Clarkson, kicks back to Mascala for three, no good, rebound Clarkson. Tied at 80. Clarkson works on Maladin, underhand scoop to Favors, layup is good with a left hand for Derek. Nice assist for Jordan Clarkson. 82-80, Utah regains the lead by two with 1.15 to play here in the third. 
Left side, Gilgis Alexander. Turns the corner, gets to the baseline, pull up jumper, good. You know, with Clarkson, that's why I'm so surprised sometimes because he draws a lot of attention and he's still able to work his way around to where he can get a good look. Favors finds Conley, who's got 16 points, five rebounds, six assists. Conley, left-hand dribble, and he's fouled by Diallo. Ron, can we go back to that last defensive play a moment ago? Gilgis Alexander is on the left wing. He, he just drives kind of unobstructed. He gets cut off by Favors, and he pulls up for like a six-foot little hopper on the baseline. Are guys just so good that you can't prevent that? You, it, or, you, have you got, or is there something more you should be doing at that point? I don't think there's any more, anything more Derek Favors could have done. How about the just, initial ball handling? Yeah, the, the initial ball The initial defense. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it, it just depends on what the defensive strategy is there. Um, I'm not sure what that is in, uh, on the wing there, if they want to make sure he's going left, or if, they, or if they're switching all over the floor at, at this point, especially on the wings. But the easy way out a lot of times is a switch. 84-82, Jazz by two. 45 seconds left as Mike Conley adds two more to his ledger, now has 18. Gilgis Alexander just drives on Ingles, kicks to the corner for a three by Maladin, it's good. And there's nothing complicated going on here. It's really not. Literally just driving by the guy guarding you, kick to the open shooter who had to help on the drive. Conley off a Gobert pick in the lane. Flares it out to the corner. Two Jazz players turning shoulder to shoulder. Neither of them catch the ball. It rolls around on the ground. Maladin has it. Ricochets all the way out. Gilgis Alexander hands it off to Diallo. Slam dunk. 87-84 Thunder. So the Jazz not able to take advantage of this bench unit. They'll have the final possession. They'll either be tied or trailing going to the fourth. High pick and roll Clarkson. Driving to the basket, stops, throws it right to Diallo the other way, and the quarter comes to an end. The Utah Jazz trail the Oklahoma City Thunder. 87, 84 at the end of three on the Jazz Radio Network. things that usually leads the Jazz to great success. They scored 35 points in the quarter. They hit 7 of 12 from 3. However, the Oklahoma City Thunder matched that 35 despite going 1 of 7 from 3. 13 of 23 from the field in the quarter for the Thunder. Mike Wells joins us now. Coach Wells, Ron and I just see them just driving on our guys. Like, they're not running picks. Are you seeing the same thing? They're just attacking one-on-one -on -one dribble drive penetration on one-on-one -on -one defense. Yes, I, I, I agree. You know, we, I thought we actually uh, played, had some very good possessions in the quarter there, Lock. It was that stretch there. We had four turnovers and seven possessions. And just, you know, like just turning it over where it's run out layups. Um, other than that, you know, we had the quarter going our way offensively and we were uh, hanging in there and competing on defense. George Niang on the left wing, drives, beautiful kick. Joe Ingles is wide open for three, no good. Well, we just saw why they're going one-on-one. -on -one. Sometimes you can take it as a negative, which is what they're doing. 
The other reason is, though, they just involved Rudy Gobert in a pick and roll. He blocks Shea Gilgis Alexander's shot. So if you involve Rudy, yeah. it's not a good script for you. Maladin kicks it to Mascala for a 12-footer, no good. And Conley snares another rebound. Mike's been fabulous tonight. Conley waiting for a high pick and roll with Gobert. He works off into his left side. He's working in the pocket, fakes the pass. Now gives it to Rudy for the layup. Beautiful, beautiful give by Mike Conley, who's working toward a potential triple-double tonight. Well, I'll tell you what, the ball fake there, he waited on Rudy. He had a shot there from about eight feet. Mascala, three ball over Gobert up and in. The Thunder lead it 90-86. Offensively, what's clicking for Utah right now, Mike? Well, I think, you know, we've got some guys that are in rhythm, right? I mean, Mike Connolly's led the way, and Rudy's been excellent, um, you know, and it was just so great to see Bogdanovich get a ball to go through the basket. You know, and once uh, once the ball went through the basket, um, I thought his teammates and Quinn did a great job of just keeping that going by running a few things for him. His teammates got him the ball, um, you know, so once you get a hot hand, you got to play it out. Ingles stripped by Gilgis Alexander. He'll go the other way for an uncontested slam dunk as the Jazz turnover problems are real tonight. Well, Four seven. turnovers in seven possessions, as Mike talked about, and Ingles gets stripped right there for his third turnover of the night. Back cut Clarkson slides by Mascala. Shot blocked at the rim. Rebound out of bounds off Rudy. Yeah, those are, are live ball turnovers. We just can't defend, Locke. Rick Carlisle, in a conversation I had with him many, many years ago, referred to them as fatal turnovers. And if yep. you have three a night, he had some note you actually can't win. Like the math yeah, it's better, gets about uh, it's impossible. better to throw the ball into the stand. Yes, Gilgis Alexander gets by Ingles. Kick to the corner to Mascala. Wide open three is good. Wow. This is hard. If you cannot guard your man on the perimeter and they can get in the paint every time, it is hard to defend right now. 95-86. Conley on a nice curl comes off Gobert. In the lane, switches left to right, misses, tips it back up and in. Oh, the diminutive Mike Conley willing his way to two for the Jazz. 95-88. Conley has got 20. And eight rebounds and seven assists. Vilgus Alexander guarded by Niang. Just going one-on-one. -on -one. Now they bring a pick. Gobert's over on it. Gilgis Alexander drives, has to clear it out. Unguarded is Baisley for three, no good. Offensive rebound, Mascalo over Niang, and Niang's got to foul him. This team made a lot of changes there, Mike. Nine different players, is that right? And Yeah. Some of these teams is going to surprise a lot of teams that's supposed to be good. Yeah, you know, it's going to going to always take a little time. Um, you know, right now, though, we're not we're probably not working too hard for some of these uh, turnovers and steals they're getting, right? <laughs> we're kind of giving them the ball, giving them these run out layups. Clarkson, open look, right side three, rattled it in. Another Mountain America Credit Union three. That's a hundred dollar donation to the Hutzman Cancer Research Foundation. The Jazz have hit 12 tonight, 12 of 30. Jazz back within four, 8:37 left. Thunder got tight late against Charlotte in their opener, and right now Clarkson strips it from Baisley. 
And then finally, late, they were able to pull it out as Gilgis Alexander made a nice shot. Clarkson trying to go one on one. Nothing there. Conley holds the left pivot foot. Now retreats out. Brings Gobert to him. Gets a nice pick. Hesitates at the three point line. Bounces to Rudy. Attacks Muscala. Rubes the right hand off the glass and in. Oh, nice work there by Rudy Gobert and the Jazz within two. Mike Wells, what's our key for the final 8 14 for the Jazz to pull this one off? Take care of the ball, Locke. Take care of the ball. I think that's uh, the whole deal. Ah, it's Mike Wells. Thanks for the time, buddy. Appreciate it. Okay, thanks. He is Mike Wells, Jazz assistant coach. We'll come back, see if the Jazz can take care of the ball and pull this one off. They trail 95-93 on the Jazz Radio Network. The NBA now. The Memphis Grizzlies. Two to shoot. Lawalwo Cabarro. Foul is called. And Morant is hurt. John Morant has hopped to the bench area for Memphis. Oh, boy. And now John Morant helped to his feet. He cannot put any weight on that left foot. Going to bring the wheelchair out for Morant. Obviously, the face of this organization created so much excitement in Memphis. John Moran injured tonight seriously in the Brooklyn game. Hopefully not too seriously. X-rays are negative on a fracture. Lou Dort just hit another three. He's got four tonight, 23 points, and the Thunder lead the Jazz, 98-93. Clarkson, one bounce, fires and barely nicks iron. The Jazz are down five with 7.35 left in Oklahoma City. The Thunder were projected 15th out of 15 in the West, and the Timberwolves were projected 14th. These two losses could be unnerving, and a drive and a basket by Baisley. And the Jazz are now down seven. Here's Clarkson, right-hand drive, into the lane, double clutches, foul, to get two free throws. Well, the philosophy has not changed at all. I mean, they're just putting the ball on the floor. They can get to the basket. They'll take it all away, but otherwise they're just looking to draw and kick. So Clarkson will get two free throws here in the fourth. Nice job tonight by our production assistant, Amanda Smith, our engineer, Alex Lundberg. Ben Russell, our on-site engineer, glad to have him back as well. I'm David Locke, along with Ron Boo. Clarkson makes both free throws for each Utah Jazz block shot this year. Cypress Credit Union will donate $50. Community Recreation Association, a nonprofit organization, provides funding for youth and our communities to participate in sports and other extracurricular activities. Cypress Credit Union, your future is our future. Dort, trying to drive, turns it over. Bogdanovich has it. Dort takes his legs out from under him. And a foul on Dort. Well, turned out to be a pretty good foul. Otherwise, they give up two on the other end. Royce O'Neal was already ahead of the defense. 195 Thunder. The Thunder beat Charlotte in the opener. But late in that game, they started to struggle. Gobert. From outside, puts it on the deck. We have a whistle and a foul. Shea Gilgis-Alexander hit a 23-foot jump shot with 1.4 seconds left to win that game. 
The Thunder had led the game by the score of 102 to 89 with 2.13 left. And by the time it was a th 10 seconds left, it was tied. Bogdanovich wide open, deep three swish, and it's a two point game. So we'll see whether the Thunder's youth kicks in again. They lay by two, they led by seven in their last game at this point. Maladin, the Frenchman, driving on Gobert, kicks it out to Baisley. Pass down low, deflected, picked up by Donovan. Bounces ahead to Bogdanovich off the turnover. Bogdanovich calls for Donovan to come get it. Donovan Mitchell's three of 14 today. Down low to Rudy, wrap around pass to Bogdanovich. Kicks up top to O'Neal, rotates Donovan, wide open three, yes you can! No he didn't. Rebound, Baisley, and Clarkson knocks him to the ground. Baisley's got 10 boards tonight for Oklahoma City. Baisley at six foot eight, he looks taller than that. Donovan Mitchell, three for 15, two for eight. 198, Thunder lead it. Left wing, Williams. They do not have any scorers on the floor. They have five-time All-Star Al Horford. But otherwise, they just got players. Dort drives over to Horford. Penetrate over Gobert short. Great defensive recovery by Rudy, and the rebound comes back to Rudy. Donovan, guarded by Dort, who gives him a tough time. Rise and fire, top of the key, jumper is good. Now see, that was all in, in rhythm and in transition. Use Reed, Rudy, rather, in transition. Got a very good look. We're tied at 100. Top of the key jumper from Horford to answer no, and Rudy's got his 10th board of the night. 12 points, 10 rebounds, two assists, two blocks, and the Jazz walk it up. 7-0 run by the Jazz right now. Donovan gives it to Rudy, gets it right back, hesitates, rises, high arcing jumper, got it, Donovan Mitchell. And the Jazz have regained the lead on a 9-0 run. And the Thunder going through very similar outcome to what happened to them in their last game, where it was six minutes left. They led by 10, only to find that lead disappear by the end before barely sneaking away with the win. Tonight, the Jazz hope not to let them get back in it. The Jazz lead it 102-100 on the Jazz Radio Network. to five run to take the lead over the over the Oklahoma City Thunder and have Rudy Gobert's got a double double and it's interesting to watch these final minutes Ron they have figured out they cannot involve Rudy Gobert in the pick and rolls because he's too good so there are other answers they're just going one-on-one -on, -one on guys exactly and, and usually one-on-one -on -one is a wave from Rudy. Here's a pick and roll. Hill's got Gobert involved. Nothing happens. Now Hill goes up, reverse layup, blocked by Gobert. There it is. And you, part of the reason why teams are going one-on-one -on -one are guys is because they can't guard their yard. Okay, that's let's not be naive to that. But the others, you just don't want to involve Rudy in any play ever. Well, most of the offense that they put together is to stay away from, from Rudy. Bounce pass to the corner. Shot clock about to expire, and Gilgis Alexander can't get the shot off. How about three defenders on there? Well, smart. That's intelligence, right? Yeah, yeah. There was 0.8 seconds left in the inbound. Yeah, three guys on him. No way he could get that shot off. 102-100. Jazz by two. 
Donovan walks to the front court. Right side, Gobert. Back cut, Donovan. Layup. Good. Okay. C is not okay. Donovan Mitchell with a layup. Impressed with the layup. I was impressed with Rudy's pass. Between two defenders, very low to the floor. 11-0 run. Bogdanovich right corner. Defending Hill. Now top to Gilgis Alexander. He's going to go one-on-one -on, -one on Donovan. Goes through his legs. Drives with the right hand. Gets by him. Layup. Good. It's a little bit of a two-way street. One is they don't want to involve Rudy. And two, our guys are having a hard time guarding. Yeah. Well, it, it's awfully tough to stay in front of anyone. Donovan drives to Dort, gets knocked to the ground. He'll get free throws. Donovan is 6 of 18. If you didn't join us earlier tonight, last year when guarded by Lou Dort, Donovan was 2 of 13 shooting and 1 of 7 from 3. They call this foul on Dort, and I didn't see much contact. But Dort agrees with you. Donovan closes his eyes, dribbles his customary three times, spins the ball, makes the first free throw. He had missed two in a row. SmithFoodandDrug.com for easy home delivery in fastest one hour or enjoy same-day pickup at the store. Low prices, market fresh at Smith's. Donovan had a great year from the free throw line last season at 86%. Such a great release. Second one's good as well. Jazz have their Zions bank starting five on the floor. With four minutes to play, Conley has 20, Bogdanovich 23. Donovan now has 19. Royce O'Neal's got 9.6 rebounds. Gilgis Alexander. Up top to George Hill. They now deny Gilgis Alexander. Horford comes to get it. Gobert knocks away. Gilgis Alexander has it. Five on the clock. Working one-on-one. -on -one. Pull up top of the key jumper. Good. Gilgis Alexander's got 23 now. He led him in scoring last year at 19. 106-104. Jazz by two, 325 to play. Donovan rising fire, deep three, front rim, no good. And then Gobert trips over Donovan, who is still on the ground. Gilgis Alexander driving, Conley reaches in, fouls him on the floor. Team foul on the Jazz. Three. Honestly, I have no idea. I don't I even think, know where to find it. I think it's free. According to my book, three. Uh, okay. You don't trust my book, David? I totally trust your book. Okay. I'm actually just still trying to figure out in my new world where I would find this. And I don't know. Yeah, I do know that Oklahoma City has two timeouts left. The Jazz have four. They're about to lose one here at the three-minute mark. Horford for three angle left. No good. Rebound Conley. Great ball game for Conley. 106-104, Mike Conley with his ninth rebound, which is his third highest of his career. Driving, kicks to the left corner. Bogdanovich, three blocked. Conley saves it. Throws it back up top with nine on the shot clock to Donovan. Donovan comes off of Bogdanovich, pick to get a switch. Crosses over, drives, hangs, lays it up and in. Slippery, slidey Donovan Mitchell. That was just payback from Alexander taking him to the hole the previous time down the floor. 108-104. Gilgis Alexander driving on O'Neal. Comes back. Now lines him back up. Stop. Beautiful defense by Royce. Back cut George Hill. Easy layup. Somebody lost their guy. Mike Conley has 10 rebounds now, tying a career high. 
He is an assist short of his first ever career triple-double. He gives to Donovan, takes a dribble to his right, stops, pulls back for the jumper, no good. Rebound to Horford, 108-106, two minutes to play. Right side, Baisley, driving it, Gobert, thinks better of it. Resets Gilgis Alexander, Donovan guarding, Donovan did the best job on him last year. He drives with the right hand, he works now to the left, Donovan cuts him off, denies it, and Gilgis Alexander throws it away. Donovan Mitchell with a defensive stop late. I told you, Ron, that the numbers on Gilgis Alexander showed the little guards caused him more problems than bigger players. Well, I can understand that. You know, quicker feet, I mean, and, and the ability to stay in front of you, even when you're crafty off the dribble. Conley flares to O'Neal, right corner to Bogdanovich, oh. puts it on the deck. Nothing there. Back up to Conley, 10 on the shot clock, Jazz by two. Conley drives into the lane, hangs in the air, comes back down with it, and they're going to call that a jump ball. Jump ball. Mike Conley has 20 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists. He's never had a triple-double in his NBA career. Why is that a jump ball? What should it have been? It should have been a traveling call. If he didn't, if he left the, if he left the round, it should have been a traveling call. Horford and Conley jumping up, controlled by the Thunder. Jazz by two, 132 left. Did you think Conley, I mean, Horford? Gilgis Alexander working O'Neal this time instead of Mitchell. Over to Baisley, one-on-one on Bogdanovich. Drives hard to the rack. Rudy comes over, blocks it. Loose ball, saved by Donovan, but out of bounds. Shot clock's at seven. Rudy with another big late game defensive play. So they went at Bogdanovich that time. Gave it over to the young kid, Baisley, 21 years old. Instead of going to college, he did an internship at New Balance Shoes. Gilgis Alexander, Gaz Bogdanovich, step back, jumper, no good. Offensive rebound, George Hill throws back out. 12 on the shot clock. Dortz wide open for three. He got another one. Lou Dortz, fifth three of the game. And the Thunder lead at 109-108. George Hill sneaking in and getting an offensive rebound. Minute to play. Donovan driving on Dort, takes the left-hand dribble at him, to the rack, bounces it off the foot of Horford and out of bounds. Bogdanovich has come to set a pick. Donovan went away from it. How did... George Hills made two huge plays. A backdoor cut, and now this. Here's Donovan working the top, guarded by... Dort, step back three straight away, offline. Donovan falling to the ground after every shot right now. And is not making him seven of 22, two of 10 from three. Lou Dort is the hero for the Thunder right now. 30 seconds left, Jazz need to stop. O'Neal guarding Gilgis Alexander. Comes out the pick, Donovan has him now. Five on the clock. Donovan's done a great job on it. Makes him terminate. He throws back out to Hill. George Hill for three. No. Donovan taps the rebound to Rudy. 15 seconds left. Quinn calls a timeout. The Jazz are down one with 14-5 to play to see if they can win it. Thunder by one. 14.5 seconds left. 
So do you go one four here? Fast. Spread, spread the court. Pardon me. Fast. Fast. Go quickly. Go quickly. Absolutely. Spread the court. Let Donovan go, but he's going to be guarded by Dort. So I run Bogdanovich to him to see if I can get a switch or Clarkson or somebody or Conley. Get anybody switched on Donovan and then have him go. Have Rudy stay on the baseline. Donovan's going to miss. Rudy's going to jam follow for the basket. Okay, Coach Locke, you got it all figured out. Now, what would you do? I, I would do I just, just want yeah, to get I to would, the Rudy I would jam. bring another defender to him. Even if it's Dort, who's guarding him so well? We'll see where they pick the ball. I mean, where they take it out of bounds. If they take it out of bounds, like, you know, up toward the, the midcourt line or something like that, I give it to Donovan, let Donovan go. It's awfully hard for anyone to stay in front of a, a dribble, a dribbler um, from, that, from that distance if you're driving to the basket. Thunder have two timeouts left. Jazz have one. Thunder lead at 109-108. 14.5 seconds left. O'Neal will inbound in front of the Jazz coaching staff. And no foul again. In the front court. Going to Conley. Conley comes to get it. Conley drives with the left hand. Bounces to Donovan. Guarded by Dort. 10 seconds left. Drives with the left hand. Puts it off the glass and in. Donovan Mitchell puts the Jazz up by one. 110-109 with seven seconds to play. And that was on Dork. It's a, it's, you see Donovan caught, did something with the basketball right away, did not let Dork get his feet set, and of the go and catch, if you want to call it that. And Donovan willing to go to his left hand to get it done. Conley turned the corner out to Donovan, and Donovan crossed over Dort. And it's actually interesting. It's the least aggressive defense we've seen from Dort all night. Right. He was definitely on... Donovan's hip. He would have fouled Donovan if he would have tried to go ahead and defend him. 110-109. So the other night, the Thunder got in this exact same situation with 9.7 seconds left, and they passed it into the backcourt and allowed Shea Gilgis Alexander to have a downhill run at the defense, and he rose up and hit a 20-footer on the right side. Well, and that's what I was talking about with, with Donovan there. You know, and that's why I would not have brought another defender to him. Coach Boone better than Coach Locke. If anyone didn't know that before the night started, they were silly. All right, so they're going to go to Gilgis Alexander. This is their franchise piece. And the Jazz lead at 110-109. Seven seconds to play. Thunder fans are wondering, can he do it again? Let's see the inbound. It's to Horford. Fakes the handoff, turns on Rudy. Back out to Gilgis Alexander, three on the clock. Driving on Rudy, wild right-hander, no good. And the Jazz win at 110-109. That was a lot of passing, David. Probably too much passing with, what was it, seven seconds? I, that, that was too much passing. I, I'm stunned right now. Yeah. That because, they won the game? No, because... <laughs> What the Thunder did so well all night was not involve Rudy Gobert at all defensively. And on the final play of the game, he had him, he did everything. Cut off Horford, denied the pass to Hill, came out, guarded Gilgis Alexander on the switch, and then forced him into a miss. You know, after looking at the replay there, that was that was a that was a pretty good effort, but Rudy just disrupted everything there. And I totally agree with you. 
you got to go away from Rudy if, if you're going to try to get a, a good look. But I think the Jazz took away the, 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 the fake. I thought that Horford they had a was lot the key of options, there. Right? Was, yeah, he had about two or three options there. But Horford didn't give the basketball to Alexander. He faked and Rudy stayed home. And George and Hill had a backdoor cut. Someone yeah. stayed with him. Rudy dropped back. And then they went back to Gilgis Alexander. The Jazz win it 110-109. Well, that was tough. And Mike Conley comes an assist short of the first triple-double by a Jazz player since Carlos Boozer against. That long? You know who he was against? Oklahoma. The Seattle Supersonics. Oh, oh really? <laughs> was it really? So I didn't know. that would have been some symmetry there. 110-109. The Jazz go to 2-1 and one on the season. The Thunder fall to 1-1. One and one. Jake Scott, Tim Lacombe join us now. And uh, Donovan Mitchell on a really tough night ends up scoring the final 12 points for the Utah Jazz tonight to lead him to the victory. That's what you, you know, that's what you have him there for. Obviously, it was a night of... It was a difficult night for Donovan. You couldn't get anything going, um, but just stayed with it. And I loved that he attacked the basket. He didn't settle that late. He he attacked the basket. You know, the play before um, he took that step back jumper, and 